This is talking in chairs. Oh, are we talking? We're talking in chairs. Nice. Uh, this is a podcast. What's uh, with all the bouncy balls, man? This is kind of freaking me out. You, <laughs> if uh, you know, to to paint a picture here, Doug has a giant box of probably I don't know three thousand bouncy balls. Yeah, that was a birthday gift from my nephew. Oh, for what Ben. A nice nephew. Yeah. Oh. So Ben likes to chase the balls. And he knows that he loses them, so he got you like insurance. Yeah, he there. got me like a hundred thousand of them. There, there's so many. I don't think I've ever seen that many in my life. Yeah, and then he got different sizes too. This is your cover for actually owning one of those companies that supplies uh, stuff to little quarter machines in stores. Oh my god, I almost just killed your cat. <laughs> you almost, yeah, you almost made Ben afraid of bouncy balls, which like, would not be good yeah, right that, now. That your nephew would be bummed. That's a thing, though, right? There's like a company. Do you think the company that puts the objects in those little quarter machines also own the machines? Or yeah, are those they, separate businesses? No, they own them. Because that's a pretty diversified business. It is. So you think they license out the content for... What's in like them? Like they have a deal with the sticker people, then they have a deal with the bouncy ball oh, people. Oh, sure. This is talking small business in chairs. <laughs> talking small business in chairs. Uh, this is a podcast where... Uh, my buddy Joe and I both choose t topics that you guys submit, and then well, we well early. This is early. This is episode <laughs> three. Um, so it's a uh, P.S. Actually, it's episode two because episode one will never be released because wait, it, really? Yeah, because we didn't have the concept down. Yeah, but that could be preconceptual. No, like um, you know, before you have sex. Uh, well, well, what we could do preconception, <laughs> preconception. We could, we could release that based on users who listen to this and want to hear it. That's fair. All right. So if they really want to hear it, we'll release it. So but, this, this is like instigating, inspiring. Excuse me, listeners to to interact with us. So this is actually talking so in chairs. <laughs> talking in chairs three. Yeah. But really, the flushed out concept kind of two in two chairs. Yes. Yep. Oh my well, god! Nice jump. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we talk about these, we, uh, play a game of skill to determine who gets to tell their story. Right. And then the next person gets to try again next week. So here's my thought for how we could do this. And, okay. and I want you to be very honest cause I know like Ben is an amazing <laughs> living animal. Um, <laughs> I, I want everyone out there to know that I am I had four cats growing up. Uh -huh. I had a couple dogs. My this dad is, had a pet sheep. This is not. This is not boding well for me. So, I don't. So, I, don't so, I don't know. Is this where you? So you know, I just. I just want to say that uh, I by whoever. no means mean any. By no means mean. That's a little redundant. Any harm to to your wonderful cat? Okay. I think cats are a beautiful thing. Um, Dude, are you going to rape my cat? What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus, no. <laughs> but my idea is, if we were to have. Like a lazy Susan or something. Nothing against the, the okay. name Susan. You know, it's something that spins. Uh -huh. uh, we could do like a spin the bottle with Ben, a spin the Benel. Oh, okay. And, and whoever he ends up facing <laughs> Gets is the go. person who goes. 
Okay. Uh, you it know just what? is dependent upon, you know, you'd have to spin him because I love Ben, but I don't know if he'd like me spinning him. Okay. And and I don't want to, if he gets dizzy and he throws up, I don't want to be responsible for that. Okay. I think this is an, I like this idea. Uh, we can just use the chair. Oh my God. We, we have a swivel. Oh, genius. Yeah. This is why great minds, you know, work yeah, together exactly. better than separately. So then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, well said. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, all right. So what we're gonna do is this will actually be on our uh, on our Instagram. The spin, yeah. spin the bin. Spin the bin. I like spin, spin the, the bin. Could be like the all always the thing. We'll see. I and maybe we do the tail we're, since the tail is pointed. Do yeah. we do who he's facing? Facing. And do you have to kiss him? Because I don't know if I'm down with that. <laughs> what is with you <laughs> molesting my cat? No, dude. no, no, no. I mean, geez, come on. <laughs> you no, know, you come on. All right, you're going to spin him. I'm going to move. You can use my chair. Okay. Oh, Jesus. What was that? Okay. So. Why are you at these like crazy aluminum? Dude, Ikea. <sighs> I love all right. Ikea. All right, come on. We don't need downtime here. All right, all right, Doug. all right, all right. Hold Doug on. time. Hold on. We need a... Uh, so, so just to also let the people out there know, I'm working on the theme song. We also need a song for when we do the challenges, I think. Okay. So that it's, you know, like a Jeopardy thing. Okay, ready? So this is like I'm gonna paint a picture. You guys ever seen The Price Is Right? It's like a uh, twisted version of you know the showcase spin down. Oh, well, is he gonna stay? Is he gonna jump off? And oh, <laughs> wow, this is a really spinning chair. It is. Yeah, and it's who he's facing, right? Right. Oh, ah, it's okay. Doug again. I feel like, and I did. I definitely didn't. Do and I didn't doctor that at no, all. No, you were. That was a very bipartisan. That was a very biased spin. That was a very, very fair spin. Yeah. Uh, ben is no. not. No, no bins were harmed in that yeah. spin. You didn't have Bob Barker walking around with a magnet but either. That, I. That's a great. That's idea. a good one, huh? Yeah. I like. I like that one. I was it, really. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely better than the CD toss. I'm not gonna lie, as if I don't feel stupid right now, <laughs> sitting in something that spins in a <clears throat> circle and wondering if we had something that spins in a circle. But we can move on past that. We. I, do you want to talk about it more? No, I'd rather not. All right. Um, Thanks, Ben. Thanks for being a big part of this, as you always are. Can we just take a moment and talk about the? So Joe right now is not wearing his headphones, and the oh, reason that God. he's not wearing his headphones. It's because his ears are ringing. Have you tried that? This is called. The, this is called the. I swear I'm not a hypochondriac show. Do, have you tried that? The vitamin. That's, I haven't done anything. I've been so busy. Um, I, I was in New York. I came back. Definitely not and, with this podcast. <laughs> okay, all right, easy. <laughs> and uh, and so I yeah I kind of felt I, I I'm in the mission right and uh, far enough off Valencia where it's still pretty quiet even though it's pretty centralized there and so it's. I'll wake up in the morning when things are very quiet and I really notice it. And so that happened three weeks ago. <clears throat> and then I, uh, I just kind of went about life, you know, thought about it, but tried to figure, okay, we've all been to a lot of shows in our lives. It'll go away. It just hasn't really gone away. So I need to, I need to, you know, see an ENT or just go back to the primary and figure it out. But, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to hear in the next week and we can still talk to each other. Cause <laughs> if I couldn't hear your voice, that would suck. I don't know what I would do in life. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. That's beautiful. I'm gonna cry for a moment. I really but, mean uh, that. Yeah. But uh, um, so since you lost, I still want to <laughs> hear what your thing was because you were very excited and you didn't want to no, tell me. Can't I? You're gonna you're gonna hold on to it because gonna I'm be... gonna save it for next week. Okay. I think it's a very good one. <laughs> it's a very good one. Right. And, like it's, and, it's, and it's timeless. Like, 
like like your ethereal thought one from last year. Yeah, yeah, I thought more about that and decided to let that one go. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, so I will. Uh, my story today. It's going to sound a little bit like a kooky conspiracy theory. Oh, what a surprise. I bet it's a little bit dark, too. <laughs> it is a little dark. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually quite real. Okay. And uh, how much do you know about the Earth and the magnetic fields <laughs> around the Earth? Hmm. Um, not a lot. You know, it's funny. We were just talking about, like, last night, I was talking to some friends about how it'd be crazy if we could find out if the solar system and the relative distance between the planets has a relation to the relative distance between like uh, a nucleus of a cell and like neurons. Uh, I actually, that's a lot of people have considered that, but right. I uh, don't know if that's where you're going with this. No. I thought I'd just shoot that out of left field a little bit. No, there. but uh, actually, if you look at our solar system, the way <clears> they <throat> go around the sun, yep, um, they're actually being pushed by a force outside of our universe, right. which they think is a big planet. Interesting. And they're Didn't way, know that. And so, while it's a theory. They're waiting for people to prove it. See? He just got himself a ball. Yeah, that was Ben. That was whenever a great thought comes out of Doug's head, Ben drops a ball. Um, interesting. So what's up with these magnetic fields? All right. So what's going this on? Is, this is so, Welcome to Radio Lab. Radio Lab. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we could do that as our theme song. Well, we don't even need sound design. We just mumble into the mic. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so as it happens, uh, uh, 780 thousand years ago okay the poles the magnetic poles were reversed hmm. so what we think is north and south ma pole. magnetic north yeah was actually magnetic south okay uh a little over a half million years ago okay um so uh because of the flow of iron through the earth mm -hmm. um they switch every they think approximately every half million years and it takes like 200 years or so to to do to to complete the com or to completely switch I, but when you say switch are you saying that the planet as it's orbiting is no. actually so then it's just our definition of north and south right what do you no, mean switch it's, no it's the magnetic mm, so okay. like what's pulling up and what's pulling exactly. down if you will right okay. so if you think of it um if you look at the earth mm -hmm. and you think of the uh, like all these waves coming out of the earth as our magnetic field mm -hmm. um when the sun irradiates the earth mm -hmm. the one thing one of the big things that protects us from radiation is that magnetic field it's almost like uh, you can almost think of it as like a a big shield in front of <coughs> like so many miles outside of the earth yeah um and satellites that orbit in there are protected by that mm -hmm. all kinds of things are protected by that um it is moving right now uh about uh a thousand five hundred miles off of true north okay so it's actually moving now and this is back to your point of because this is when the iron is yeah basically... as the as our core, the molten core, is like moving around. The iron in the molten core. Right. right. And so that's causing it to slightly okay. move. Okay. Um, Which is normal, you're saying? Very normal. Okay. Uh, it's just something that scientists have to start preparing for. Because it hasn't happened in in modern times. Right. And... How often is it that it, it flips fully? 
flips uh, every uh, half billion to <laughs> okay. uh, three-fourths of a billion. And it, it flips at a rate. It's not as though it's gradual, like half billion years it moves ever, like that gradual relative amount. It's actually right now it starts to move and it will move fully within like a year or something, or they don't know. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. Is they're not sure, but they think that it happens in 100 to 200 years. Okay, so it but starts they, moving and will gradually move for 100 to 200 years right. until it's fully inverted. Exactly. Okay. But the the big problem that they have right now is that it started moving at 10 times the rate that it was previously since they've been recording it. So it's moving the fastest. So now it's like in 10 years it'll flip fully it, at no. the rate it's going. What happens is it could start moving so dramatically that um, there will be a period of time where the magnetic shield, the, the, that field mm -hmm. will reduce. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of think of it as like they converge and when they get closer and closer together, they become less effective out, out of while the poles get closer together. Yeah. They become less effective at protecting us from the sun. Yeah. And then at some point they'll switch and then they'll start to again, be more effective. Holy smokes. But during that period, you're talking about a hundred years of that, less protection of from, less protection. And, 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 huh. and also during that time, time frame, all kinds of things. Is this be. why my ears are ringing? This is why your ears are ringing. Like realistically, though. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all kinds of things. What? All all kinds of things will um, be affected. Well, so that's the next question I have. What all would be on that list of things that the magnetic field is essentially protecting us against? Are we talking? You're mentioning satellites. So does that mean? Satellites will be a thrown out of orbit, or just be like indefensible towards indefensible. things from space, like media. Like what? What are they? Nothing, what is it protecting? Nothing happens with our gravity. Sure. So that's fine. Yeah. But what does happen is everything electronic. Like think about the 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 plethora of things that you have uh -huh. that are based off of GPS or. Um, yeah, I got a plethora of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know that um, just small things. For example, even animals are going to be affected. Like turtles use magnetic north to know how to migrate. Butterflies do. All right. of these so things. It could like that's I guess your point is they have no because it's such a substantial thing that is so ingrained in the kind of like the ecosystem of Mother Earth. It could just it could ruin everything. It won't ruin everything. But it could affect so much. Like if it's it, affecting bees and turtles exactly. and all these things that are like necessary to pollinate and like keep, you know, things going. Exactly. Interesting. So this is where a lot of that come in uh, to play, but also like power generators. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of Wait, stuff. why are power generators dependable on that? Uh, well, all the power services that like a lot of things are geomagnetic hmm. so um those things can be affected i right. didn't really look into it a lot in that arena yeah. but they did mention that the power system is very susceptible to um being damaged by this how would this affect uh, one of those trains one of those trains one of the, the, the magnetic isn't that isn't the oh isn't like the, a hover train 
Well, the train from L.A. to Sacramento or whatnot, what the hell is it called? We should both know this. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. That Elon Musk was building. No, he the, wasn't building it. He wants to I build the, the tube. Yeah, that's one, but isn't that magnetic, partially? Maybe. Yeah. So I don't think it will affect that. Hmm, okay. Because that's generated magnetism. Right. Um, the things Not that, using Earth's magnetism, basically. Correct. Right. These things How like, would this affect Magneto from X-Men? That would actually He'd affect be super him. weak. Or no, he'd or be, he'd be super, crazy strong. He'd be crazy strong. Oh man! Yeah, he'd be super strong. Well, at least <laughs> you know we've had a tough political situation lately, and and we always uh, had this backup of well, you know, people's four hundred one ks are doing well, and the stock market's doing okay, and now that's kind of taking a big dive, and and now uh, Earth's magnetic field is kind of going away for about a hundred years, but we could have a good X Men movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I like to find the bright spots. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so you're the bright spot in the dark news sure, podcast. Sure. So, the, I I think this is really fascinating because of the fact that now we really have to come up with some solutions because right. the the there's two things that will be really affected by this. A more radiation coming into the atmosphere means that animals genetics things are going to be affected right because we're not used to that level of radiation um and so animals are going to be hurt things of that nature mm. uh, there's going to be more genetic anomalies mm -hmm. there's going to be more spikes in cancer things like that so there's going to be like instead of sunscreen you'll probably put on like radiation screen or something like that so is the early reaction to the i mean what are your personal feelings on how that will be adopted by like society in the sense of like this on one level could be similar to quote unquote climate change, right? Which, right. which I definitely believe in, but a lot of people don't. Right. And so for the last, a lot of people would argue myself included 50 years, this is something we should have been paying a thousand times more attention to, or at least a lot more attention to and, and be more proactive and thinking about solutions. And, and we have, you know, with, Paris climate treaty and all these right. things that were moving in that direction, but for political reasons, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Point is for this specific new topic, which seems insanely significant and substantial, right. do you feel that there will be uh, an interest in or, or even a level of understanding and interest in uh, following those concepts you just spoke of, which was you know to think of ways to deal with this proactively? Or do you think it'll be like climate change has, which has been even 99% of the scientists, which this is probably coming from a similar place, right. say this is true, but the adoption is probably you know 50-50 if we were to take a survey? I, I think this one's more relevant uh, or more – this is very provable. So, for example, we, uh, we NASA has put a satellite that's been monitoring this change because it's so relevant and so important. Right. Um, they've been monitoring – the shift of the poles um and they were the ones that sent up the flag last week that basically said hey this is happening a lot faster than we thought right um and we're not prepared right um so that i i think when <laughs> it's not like for example some of our politicians that can like say that this is not real this well, is they, a, they can and they, they can will but and, i see what you're saying if it's easier to prove or it's more obvious. Well, they can pull out a compass and they'll be like, uh, uh. Totally. But, <laughs> yeah. but I think, but I think part of that is almost semantics is not the perfect word, but the, using the same example as climate change, pre, prior to that sort of 
I think actually, and I don't know where that specific phrase started, but I think that was almost a mistake in that phrase versus pollution. Right. Because pollution <clears throat> implied and did uh, present this level of measurement, this concept of measurement. And it was like, there's this much more pollution, there's this much pollution. And when it became climate change, just those two words create this otherworldly sort of concept that's much more complex and not as easy to explain. Right. But in reality, it's still the same thing and pollution we could point to. So I think, like, this seems very obvious, but I, I guess the point is I wonder how people will approach it and how it will be communicated. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think media, like everything else, is such an important component to this in that will it be on the climate change side or will it be on the pollution side? And I think your point too is that it would be much better served on the pollution side and it, it should be and it's obvious on that level where it's NASA's monitoring this right. from this position and it's obvious A to B that this is moving faster than it should be and these are the byproducts of that. But if then these theories come out that it's like, oh, magnetic change. Right. You're like, wait, what's magnetic change? Right. You know what I mean? Then it's just this long, confusing conversation that people can easily devalue, which is a horrible part of our society. Right. Well, they'll devalue it until one day there's a solar flare and our right. sun doesn't and we protect die. us. Yeah. No, it doesn't protect us. But like, so. We all get sunburned in 20 seconds. Well, no, actually, one, <laughs> one of the things that was amazing that occurred. So in the 1800s, when there were like telegraph lines, mm -hmm. there was a huge solar flare. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was the first rudimentary electronics that we had. And uh, the telegraph lines immediately sparked on fire. And oh, wow. a lot of them blew off and caught. Like, it was massive. All uh, over the world. All, all over the U.S. or right. wherever they were. Right. Um, and they documented it. And they were like, why did this occur? Like, we don't understand it. And, and then they found that a solar flare had happened at the same time. Well, then years later, right. we identified what had caused that. Right. And um, I think that's when people will freak out, right? Like when all of a sudden, you know, your your power just shuts off because, like, the sun burped, you know? <laughs> what? That's sun burp, man. Yeah, that's a cool name. The sun cool burp band name. Yeah, yeah we're we the should, sun burps. We're the sun burps. Yeah. Um. So so are there? Is this? And, you know, I'd like to point out how cutting edge this podcast is because uh -huh. perhaps the answer to this is yes. This is so cutting edge that there are no entities working on it other than, you know, NASA and a lot of scientists pointing to this new thing that we right. should pay attention to? Or are there, have there been behind closed doors or are there like nonprofit entities, government entities, uh, you know, committees that are working towards this? Or is it really, really new? And it's, we're just now talking about it and trying to figure it out. I think people are aware of the magnitude of the issue if mm -hmm. it occurred mm -hmm. but uh most of the people who were talking about this wear aluminum on their heads and we're not like <laughs> really yeah i feel like wow. it was, i feel like it was the stuff of like more yeah we know it occurs but it's not going to happen in our lifetime we and don't you're yeah. referencing how how like for the last 20 years kind of thing like mel gibson conspiracy theory era yeah okay so it's but, been around that long like wait yeah. this could happen but it probably won't and no scientific proof had existed nasa started monitoring it and last week they're like holy crap this is probably going to happen soon and well, last for 100 years i think people misunderstood it mm -hmm. uh and the same way that you thought initially which is the poles will flip like right. the whole earth will flip right and so i think a lot of people thought the whole world could flip which is actually another theory which i looked up which right like kind of uh but would we what i mean that would be significant in the way we interacted with the moon and the sun yeah but outside of that 
like it's not like we, we're not a cartoon right we wouldn't like fall into australia <laughs> it would be it doesn't affect gravity and st- i mean the gravity would be affected by those poles switching which is maybe similar to this but at the end of the day would it actually be that different it would be crazy if that okay. occurred. But I'm sure we would. Well, I guess because the axis is at a, would be at a totally different well, angle. So all the climates would probably completely change. Well, and the least. other thing, too, is the Earth does wobble. Right. So what happens is they say um, that the wobble would get more and more extreme. And that's like an idea of how uh, the Ice Age occurred was because the wobble got more and more extreme and then it flipped and it stabilized. And all so all the dinosaurs fell off into space and spun out. You're yeah, saying. that's exactly like, what happened. Like shook them off like, yeah. like fleas <laughs> on the like dog. Fleas. It's like how the earth protects itself. <laughs> <laughs> it scratches and shakes. Yeah, exactly. So scratches are like earthquakes. Right. The, yeah, okay. I got it. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, so, no, this is not like that. Okay. But uh, this, it would be, uh, this is definitely something that um, will be huge. And then there, so what, what the big thing is, um, is satellites and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, malfunction when there are large solar flares. So this would basically render satellites useless, Jeez which Louise. would be, be big. it would be huge. Yeah. Like communications would go down, like big things would happen. We would probably have to start figuring out lower orbit things in the meantime. Right. right. Uh, and, and people have talked about this for years, uh, low orbit ideas hmm. so that's not infeasible and people are working on solutions mm-hmm. there but um so satellites that are chained together a lot closer to earth exactly information okay um which would eventually just become like radio antennas all over again basically <laughs> like we push everything out far enough and, and then we come right back uh, yeah then realize, we oh, maybe it's better anyway yeah so I mean, it's different technology but but that they, would be closer to the earth obviously but it also takes more fuel mm-hmm. it's harder to keep things up longer mm-hmm. there's do you start to have weather concerns and things of that nature so right uh, but this is the interesting it's not quite a singularity conversation but i do think it's like always the interesting part of like the innovation conversation which is <clears throat> now we spend a lot of time and there have still been people focused on you know like radio antennas and whatnot and uh, connected to earth but because the obvious solution for so long or the more efficient one or the more profitable one has been satellites, a lot of the technology and scientific minds and bandwidth go to that and innovate on that. Uh-huh. And in reality, you know, something like this happens and we find, oh, crap, we could have been or should have been innovating on the radio. Like if we were, then maybe it does take less fuel and maybe it does. It's used with different materials and maybe there are some innovations that can fit both. But it's just interesting that we don't know what will happen and things that we've never imagined or the pace in which things affect us, like right. we're finding now. We have no idea this is going to happen. And now all of a sudden, oh, wow, we should reinvigorate time and effort into figuring out how to modernize you know, radio signals all over again. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's also this, uh, um, I mean, today we had a monumental thing occur. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk shot his car into space. Oh, I I heard the SpaceX thing happened, <laughs> and it was very successful. What do you mean he shot it? So you're talking about his his rocket? No, he sh- he shot his his car Tesla. connected to a rocket. He literally shot his Tesla into space. What? Yeah, the payload for the test that they did was his Tesla. What is there yeah. a video of this? Of course, yeah. there's video of this. And he put like he he put like uh, 
on the on the screen in the Tesla, he put like a little camera, and on the screen it said "Don't panic," and it had like a little spaceman dummy. In what? It. Yeah. Wow. It's a good video. You That's should look YouTube the shit out of I that. I will do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that after this podcast. I'll show you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, people are working on it. They are trying to get lower. Um, but wait, so they, is that the first solution directly connected to to this? issue potential issue or occurring issue well the first thing is is as it, it will shrink from space it's already shrinking okay uh, and the magnetic field the magnetic field so our protection is getting a little lower um and with that so shift, there's no doubt in that basically like no. this is happening it is it's happening been it's been proven from what you said this thing that nasa basically absolutely saw okay and so now they see it getting closer and they know it's moving 10 times faster than they expected it to Okay, so, so they're already trying to do near field, more near near field satellites to make up for the ones they're using, or that's an idea phase. Still? That's an, I think that's an idea phase. Interesting. So um, that I just saw some brief things mm-hmm. there, but basically a lot of scientists said we're not ready. Are there any calls to action, or is it just like oh crap? I mean, it's that it sounds like it's back to just being that fresh, but there's not like hey, we need more funding for NASA for this specifically right now. Hey, we need. Like, I, I think there's the problem is is it's, there's so many things that need to be totally like it's like the power company has to start working on it and then like third world countries will need solutions because they're probably not going to be able to deploy new infrastructure mm-hmm. i mean like think of puerto rico mm-hmm. like they just mm-hmm. got wiped out right their whole power grid went down took them forever to and then come they back rebuild up. and spend all the resources and, and time and effort on a new power grid that doesn't work because this has happened right but yeah. now imagine like all the financial markets being like imagine we get spiked and all of electronics are damaged on right. on the planet right which is very possible could happen do you how how do you think this will do you think this news today is big enough to affect like the financial markets for energy? Have no, seen, I mean obviously Wall Street's going through a whole this, other thing right now. But this, this barely made the news. Really? Yeah. All right. So you're not pitching me some crazy conspiracy theory, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm real. not saying you are. That's why I just I got I got defensive because that's why I said it's gonna sound like a kooky conspiracy <laughs> right, right, theory right. because it should be bigger news, mm-hmm. but. It's not big that's, news. That's scary. Yeah. Getting back to my kind of question about will the adoption occur, which is always, you know, in this world we've all created together, the biggest issue, which is, I think, absurd and such a sad part of humanity's evolution is that we need to convince people of things that are obvious. Right. And and we wish that science would hold, like, uh, uh, um, a bigger place in everyone's mind and heart to be like, oh, we need to trust these people who spend their life. I mean, I've talked to friends, without naming names, who will argue that most scientists, not all, but most, he said I think 70% um, aren't doing it for science, but they're doing it for the funding they get to continue working for money. And it's just like that to me is the biggest disconnect. He may be right on a level. There might be 10% right. even, but 70%, hell no. Like I know way too many scientists who are so committed to solving these oh, really absolutely. problems, as I'm sure all of us do. And so I think that's one of the battles that we have. And that's like probably the scariest part of this, because if we're talented enough as like a species to identify this massive problem, but too stupid or too ingrained in like our capitalism to to not put all our resources to it and like save ourselves, like do we deserve to die? Holy shit! No, but then yeah, of, no, of course not. But like the the other thing too is there's a lot of people out there that will be, be like, oh, well, God will come in. Well, yeah, that's a whole another. And thing. so yeah, I I, th- I I think there's a 
It's complex. Yeah, so I feel like that we have to be really, really, at some point or another, you have to trust the science. And the science, the science is legit on this, and it will, it will become more and more encompassing, and especially as it moves. And the problem is, is that it, they may move close together, and then it may they, the poles may stay close together for a period of time. Right. And if they stay close together for a period of time, how long is that period, and will that be the end of like? civil you know right i mean it won't be the end of civilization but like will we be like neanderthals because we can't figure out how to get our electronics working again (laughs) absolutely well and i think that that's again this is the 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 major fear is that we're also seeing this does seem like it's a more extreme pace but we're seeing more floods we're seeing more natural disasters we're seeing record high temperatures so again i think a good relative example is this climate change issue and people are still not you know quickly paying attention and this is a crazy unique situation politically but that obvious connection in that now is a time where we have all these record issues with this climate change and we also pull out of this treaty that every other nation has so i just again i just fear like god i hope we pay attention to these things and otherwise how well, fast will those things get together and will spin us into the space just like the the uh, uh chinese um uh, space station that's coming back through the atmosphere will keep you abreast of <laughs> of how this goes. Great, and we'll continue on on upcoming episodes. Yeah. to to keep you informed. It was a good topic, Doug. Thanks. Yeah, that was real strong. Yeah, I, I'm really curious what yours is, but I guess I'll find out next week. Y- you might when you spin the bin. If you <laughs> <laughs> not if you keep winning. I'm I'm uh yeah. I don't know. Is it a is this a it's an interesting thing when you start digging into what is skill and what is luck, right? Right. And I don't know. Yeah. You know, you not- say, "Oh, I just spun it," but I don't know, man. Like, that's magnetic fucking forces spinning that chair a little bit. <laughs> well, and just- you knew, you knew this. I didn't know this yet. You knew something was up with the magnetic field, so the way you spun it, you could yeah. take account, take into account. Well, Ben, Ben's true north is still, <laughs> still accurate. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Yeah. So hopefully, so- I went on the spin. So uh, listen and and follow us in the future. Give us any sort of advice. Uh, we're talkinginchairs.com, and then we're on all social media as Talking In Chairs. And we're follow us on Stitcher, rate us, and review us. Uh, and please keep listening.